Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. Second to last episode. Second to last episode of the season. Of the season. Don't know when the next season will start, but second to last episode of the season as we have our championship preview. Bayheim's Army against Team 23. Who would have thought? What that the thunk? I don't know why I did that weird accent, but guess who we got on the show today? I don't, team, ha- I don't have to guess. I from know. Team twenty th- or from Team Twenty Three, we got Walt Lemon and Marcus Hall, Marcus Elam, the real Marcus Elam. Whoa, three in a row, you're Marcus Elam. The new Marcus Elam. The new Marcus Elam. And then we got from Bayheim's Army, Tyrese Rice, who don't get it mixed up, is not an honorary Syracuse for life. For life. These guys were great. We're not going to talk too much because the interviews are great, and they pre- they help us preview the game. But Joey, who you got winning? Oh, I think I, here's what I'll say: Bayheim's army has just scraped by since we got to Dayton, um, and I think it just catches up with them. And maybe they think they can come back, but Marcus Hall on the other end and Walt Lemon, like those dudes, don't let them. And I think Team Twenty Three wins in quite the upset of of a tur- of a tournament champion. I would say probably the. Got to be the lowest seeded champion ever if it happens. So that's that's who I'm going with, and I know, I'm sure you feel the same way. Why well, you picked them before Dayton? So, well, I didn't pick them before. I picked them before Dayton started. Before Dayton started, but once we already knew they were in Dayton, I, I think Team Twenty Three wins, and it sucks. We interviewed Tyrese Rice, and I was like, "All right, I want Bayheim's Army to win." And then we interview yeah, Team Twenty Three, right. and it's like, "All right, we want Walt and Marcus to win." And right. you'll hear they they were awesome. Whenever it's two people, the interviews just kind of flow really well because the well, guys the, the guys can kind of take a few minutes off during the interview, grab their phone, relax. You know, it's not as like as much pressure, which makes for a better interview. For those of you out there who are listening, thinking about starting your own podcast. But we're gonna do some very cool wrap up post season, post T B T. But real quick, Joe, yeah. of Dayton. Do you have, you know, three to five guys that you would put on your all Dayton team? Um, yeah, uh, you got to put – man, that's so tough. There's so many. I can give you Tyrese the, Rice, uh, obviously, yeah. is is on it. And uh, Clayton from uh, from Florida TNT is on it. Um, that's a big man going up the – Up the ladder. <laughs> going up the ladder. I think Marcus Hall's on it. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. He's probably on it. Nick Perkins, the, Nick the, Perkins the first two games on was it. awesome. He tried to fight the whole team, the whole team today. But he no, he actually he's for he's for sure. On yeah, he is for he sure. He dominated on it. the first two. And games. then maybe that last spot is up for grabs for or the first game. from the from the Not championship the first game. two games. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, if Walt has another good game, you got to consider him. Yeah, I, I I think I'm sure the winning team will have two guys on the first team. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's. That's what I think. I mean, there's been some incredible moments. Unfortunately, not a ton of great Elam Enders. Like, the Buffalo Tippin was awesome. Tyrese Rice today was awesome. Tyrese Rice today was awesome. But other than that, there's a couple of 
bad games, unfortunately, but that's yeah. just the way the cookie crumbles. But it's what we love about the Elam ending is, like, even today, the Elam ender was cool. Yeah. It was a cool Elam Very, very. We're going to get to these interviews. Shout out to our guy, Mike uh, Iliano. Mike Iliano, GM Team 23. He deserves it. Very cool to see him in the championship. As we were saying, we're going to get to these interviews. We both picked Team 23, so if you're betting, maybe <laughs> take the opposite. Maybe take the opposite, but we're going to get to these interviews. Start, right out. Starting with Team 23. Right out. Right out. All right, join us now on Inside TBT. Walt Lemon, Marcus Hall. Marcus, we'll start with you. Championship game coming up on Tuesday. How are you feeling right now? Ready. I'm excited. Um, I feel like we, we have a team that's built to win this. Marcus, I'll uh, give you some redemption. You already apologized for being short with me after. Uh, yeah. And, and it's partly my fault for not doing my own research. But do you want a second chance at asking, like, how exciting, how excited are you to play for a million dollars, one game left? Definitely don't take it for granted. Um, you know, my, my motto is leave everything out there. It's the last one. We've done all the work. We got one more. Um, like I said, I just didn't want to look too far ahead. You know what I'm saying? It's, as long as Team 23 is making like make that last shot, you know what I mean. And that's our that's our goal. Walt, you feel the same way? Yeah, I feel exactly the same way, man. We um, it's exciting, and then you playing for a million dollars, man. It, I can't. Doesn't get much better than that. Don't get better than that at all. So I'm excited for it. Walt, what do you think it says about the team that you know? Two days ago, you're out of the starting lineup. And Eric shows up, has an incredible game. Not shows up, like shows up on the court, has an incredible game. Tonight, the ball's back in your hands, and you have an incredible game. Marcus, great game in the second half. What do you think it says about the team that you have just have so many different directions that you can go in, and you got the guys cheering everyone on? I think with this team, we uh, everybody put their pride aside because it's easy, you know, when we on our own respective teams, we're the men on our team. So it's easy to go from – like, damn, I was playing a lot, and then, you know, I'm not starting and stuff like that. But we all professional, and we all have one common goal. So, like you said, like, one game, I'm not having a, go- a good game, and Mark could get it going. But I'm not jealous because we're on the same team. We got the same goal. So, and, you know, vice versa. So, it don't matter who it is as long as we get the job done and we, and we get this win together. Andrew talked about the bench. The funnest thing for us has been to see how engaged those guys are. And you see it with the alumni teams because those Mitchell. are the guys who – grew up together, played together. They've been boys for years. Like You guys didn't have that, yet you're as connected as any team out there. Like you are the, You're the guys on the court more often than not, not the guys on the bench. Like How does it yeah. feel when you look over and you see those guys that they feel like they could be out there, but they don't care? It's, it doesn't it don't matter to them either. Like I said, we, we, we got a special, like a special group of guys, man. I, I, I done played against most of these guys a lot. Um, and, like, we know each other, not personally, but the more we've been around each other, we build a relationship, and it's more than basketball. And like I said, we're we from all over. We're not from the uh, same school, so, it's like, we're our, we bring our own energy. Like, we're our own fans. So if you you could tell when we playing, nobody's really cheering for us. We're cheering for each other, so we just build off each other's energy. So, Marcus, you've been here before, as as we were discussing. What's your message been? to the younger guys who are here for the first time that, you know, you're in this game, but you're getting nothing. 
if we lose. So maybe you haven't said anything yet. What is your message going to be? It's really just, you know, about being selfless. You know, we are here now. We are here. You think about at the beginning of the tournament, you know, the, the goal is just to win your six games. Well, we won five. You know what I mean? So we have a chance to play one basketball game for a million dollars. And um, really just being selfless, um, you, like you guys touched on the energy from the bench. That's been an emphasis since West Virginia. We played two, basically two road games in West Virginia. And we knew that we had to bring our own energy. And I think Tyrell uh, Smith and Big Chuck, you know, they've been amazing <laughs> at bringing that energy off the sideline. Big Chuck is is standing there, defense. <laughs> the only defense <laughs> in the whole arena. It's so funny. Um, Bayheim's Army, Tuesday night. Obviously, like you talked about, you've played road games. Will it be the same atmosphere as it was against a Marshall or West Virginia? No, but you guys know that. 90% of the fans are going to be rooting for Bayheim's Army just because they just travel well. Like, it's easy at this point now to play like that, right? Mm-hmm. We feed off of it. I think that we have the type of guys, I said it earlier, like underdog guys who have fought for everything they have in their life, not just this tournament. You know what I mean? That's, it, it, it gives us an edge when we see guys, everybody in the gym going against us. And, um, you know, we've, we've proven that we can play, you know, that road, that, against that road environment. You think there might last question for Marcus and I have one for you. Well, <laughs> you think there might not be enough fans? You seem to really like pissing off the fans. I love it. So I love there it. might we got to get some more Syracuse fans there. <laughs> so I, that you I, can. I was I was I was halfway joking with you guys the other day, but I I really do try and find ways to get myself going. You know what I mean? As far as like Walt said, the bench got them going today. Um, their bench chirping or whatever. Um, me just seeing the, the fans, it's it's not nothing personal with those fans or, or with that team. It's just shit, you know, that's that's how I get myself going. Walt, question for you. And then we're going to ask some fun questions. These are, like, serious. Yeah, this yeah. is for the real TVT fans. Yeah. And then and then we then we do our but part this, of the this Then we do the Joey and Andrew show. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. You told us where you've been, where you've played, who you've played with. Do you feel like you still have something to prove, or are you just kind of playing the sport you love? I mean, both. I mean, right now, um, you know, we playing. I'm playing the game I love for free, and I would do it any given day. But, yeah, on the other end, I do feel like I got to prove because I'm not where I want to be. I, you know, like I told you earlier, I was there. I got a taste of, you know, the NBA, and it's a taste I want to be a part of. And, you know, it's uh, – it's, it's special in itself, and I, you know, I'm hungry to get back up there. So me not being there, of course, I got more to prove because you know, obviously they don't think I'm good enough for you know the pol- the politics into it. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. But if I don't have an NBA jersey on, yeah, because I feel like I should be on somebody's team. If the game ended and they said, "Here's your cut," let's say it's eighty grand. Here's your cut. Or here's an NBA contract. Which one are you grabbing? NBA. No doubt about it. Do I mean, I get that option too. Where you're not on the team. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah, NBA. No doubt about it. That's that's been my goal since since I was a young boy, and it's not gonna change. And uh, I'll be selling myself short if I gave up on that. No matter how long it may take, you know how what I gotta do. Um, that's still my goal, regardless. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Chicago, obviously, because, you know, 
we are two Chicago guys, even though we may not look like two Chicago guys, but we are. <laughs> We're northern suburbs guys. Well, I mean, I was born in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know about you, but right. um, the Bulls, D Rose, like what? Did, what was that growing up? What did? What are those? Those two things. What do they mean to you in basketball? Man, it's like Mike the Kobe, bro. No, no sugarcoating it. I, my first time seeing D Rose, bro, I was a I was coming in high school. And he was a junior. Windmilling, speed up. Let's I'm like, yo, I never heard about him. I'm like, yo, who is this? Ever since that day, I've been locked in on everything he do, how he move, how he carry himself, and just yo know, implementing my own game. You know, I'm it's different because I'm left handed, but that's who I study. I didn't I didn't see nobody else. I come from Chicago. D Rose is is that guy, so that's who I wanted to be like. And now I'm older, I got my own twist to it. But yeah, I don't I don't sugarcoat it. That's my favorite player, and everything about my game is you know, you know, copycat of his. What have uh, your interactions with him been like? Not gonna lie, when I f- first couple of times I'm I seen him, the starstruck, you know, just staring at him on a low key, not. Not on the way to he like, yo, shorty, you weird or something like that. But <laughs> when I looked at him, I'm like, yo, this this is like my favorite player. Right. And then as I get older, like the times I was around him, it, my, my view did change because I'm like, okay, now I want to see why I compare. Are we the same size? Are we the same height? Okay, I'm watching him work out, how he's going about his workouts and stuff like that. And I just, you know, put it into my own schedule and routine. So it, he definitely played a big part on on everything I do. Preparation, uh, serious, I take it, everything. Very cool. Marcus. I have a question for him. I clearly have one, too. Yeah, but, like, if you don't ask the same one, we might lose this train. Well, I was just going to say, is there a question? We could both ask a question. He could decide which one to answer. All right, I'm just going to ask him. You can ask one right after. (laughs) I was going to say, is there a player for you that's similar like Same same question. (laughs) That you you modeled your game after. Or Um, maybe didn't model your game after, but, you know, a guy that you really liked watching. Yeah, I've 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 um you know tried to emulate an Iverson type player um with a mix of Nash. I played a lot of my early in my career. I played two. I played in high school. I played nothing but two. Um and when my pro career started, I played a lot of point guard. You know what I mean? So that's why I can say those two guys are two guys that I study a lot. Um, it's just like Walt said, you kind of take things from guys and just kind of put it in, you know, emulate it and put it in your game. And how you uh, approach the game, and uh, those are two guys that I really respect, you know, at that level. I got a guy in mind Who's that? that I think of when I watch you play. Who's that? Do you have a guess? Two guard. Yeah. Well, exactly what I was going to say. What do you think about that? Um, as you, as you I, get I older, maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, I can see it. I mean, he's a, he's a poised veteran, you know, somebody that, you know, every team he's played on, they've been able to count on him. Um, he's accepted his role, no complaining. And just kind of, you know, just go about his business. Um, I do the same. I really, like Walt said, I, I really take this serious. You know, I do a lot of things off the court that people wouldn't know about. I, a day doesn't pass where I don't do something where I'm working on my body some type of way. Um, I've been through transitions to find out what type of foods are good for my body and whatnot. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm not a guy who's kind of, you know, out there, I told you guys about the social media. I'm not a guy who's kind of just showing everything that I do, but I take it very serious. And you've gone through different food cycles. Have you, what, are you stuck on one now? 
What do you want right now? Um, I I did for five years no red meat. Um, and well, my mom had th- thyroid cancer, and they told her a lot of that. A lot too. Of, oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Her um, she you know her arteries are getting clogged and stuff. Um, I, she she ate bad for the longest, and um, me just seeing it, you know, I just thought that you know, why not try it? And I immediately started seeing good results. Um, it's just that being overseas. It's tough. It's tough, you know. And I was good with the red meat. <clears throat> I tried without chicken. I had to add chicken. And then sometimes you just get tired of too much chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I've I've i basically not dimmed it down to, you know, maybe once every two, three months I might have a burger. I might have that taste for a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, man, I'm fruits, <laughs> fruits, veggies, you know what I Walt mean? Walt has the taste for a burger right yeah. now. Walt, I got a got another question for you. <laughs> Um, you can't say Marcus for this right. answer. Of all the guys you've played with, who do you think would be the best in the Elam ending? So I can't say Marcus. Outside of the outside, outside of the of roster Marcus, that, yeah. that you're with outside, right now. Like, like, like if you all had, the guys if, you've played with in all your stops of basketball of your career. Ever. From high we'll say from High school to now, who you think would be the oh, best in the Elam Any other team? Yeah, like yeah. the Elam starting right now, and they go, all right, you guys can add a player. Are they you pros can pick or uh, anybody NBA players? Play? Sure. Anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Kyrie, bro. I played, you know, I was on the team with Kyrie. He's either him or Jason Tatum or Anthony Davis. Well, yeah, you got to pick one yeah, of the three. Kyrie Irving, bro. Okay. Elam Yeah. NBA player. Get a bucket. Kyrie, bro. What about you, Marcus? <sighs> it's an easy one for me. And a lot of guys might not know who he is. I think Walt may know him, but uh, Andre Emmett. Um, Dre has missed the bucket. You know, rest <laughs> in peace, uh, Andre Emmett. One of my close friends was a roommate. Um, when I was in Fort Wayne, we both Texas guys. You know, he um he kind of took me under his wing, made great money overseas, played a little bit in the league, but he was a bucket. You know what I mean? He was he was a he was a mismatch because you had to put a taller guy on him. You know, and if you put a guard, he was they were too small. The taller guys were too slow, and everybody else in between was not strong enough. Joey and I have conflicting answers for this, but and we'll tell you our answers after. But now, cur- current NBA guys, who do you think would be the best Elam Ender? Um. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, but give him the mic. Give him the mic. Okay. Damian Lillard. He's got a he's got a time of the game named get, after get him. Get a bucket to send people to the crib. That's what he does. Dang, bro. Talk yeah. about Marcus Elam. He would be he'd be <laughs> Damian Elam. Really? Yeah. And then I'm not gonna lie. Steph, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because he's three three shots, it's over for both of them. Dame and Steph, bro. Dame. Steph. You ready for my answer? I don't know if you guys could hear that, but Marcus said people take for granted how Steph can get to the hole because he is the second best finisher in the NBA, probably, from point guard. He's, he's him and Dame are, are stronger than a lot of people think. And, bi- and taller, and bigger, just in general, right? No, I mean, no, not to me. Well, they like smaller than me. Maybe to us, people <laughs> yeah. don't. But you could see why uh, an NBA fan versus a guy who's playing in the NBA would think Steph Curry is six foot or six foot one, but he's like yeah. six three, right? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah, but f- for them to shoot. That distance, bro, no effort, that's strength, bro. I think if you need a three, it's those two guys. Or for the full Elam Ender, 
It's those two guys? That's the question. No, but to take the Elamander, I, I'm taking Zion. I think he's he's scoring. Who? Zion Williamson. I mean, bro, I don't disrespect <laughs> no guys that's in the league. He's in the league for a reason. But no. Look at his fi- look at his field goal percentage though. He has the highest the highest chance of making <laughs> making a basket. Is he drawing a foul? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It it has a lot to do with no no disrespect. Zion is a you know, he's twenty five and ten. But um the last bucket, not like all right, we need all eight Elamending points. With the way with the way that they ref the T B T in that Elam, you're no, putting into true. play that yeah. there's no they're not gonna call many fouls. True. You put a longer guy on Zion, you might can, you know, get a low percentage shot at the rim. I don't think he you know with this Elon man, you it, it's gonna come a time where you gotta step back and hit a shot. You know what I mean? As far as a guy like Zion. The rules is it's college setup, bro. So I'm gonna be honest with you. If if it was NBA rules where you could sit in the lane, like a lot of people would be in trouble because it's more space. Mm-hmm. But by it's being so clogged, like you said, you you gotta you gotta shoot true, that joint. True. You know what I mean? So all right, I got some Kevin Durant though. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah, KD. It's either Dame or KD for me. Yeah. But Dame's number one because I want, like, obviously KD is, he's KD. But like, ball, a guy that you want the ball in his hands the whole time. Nobody like wants Dame. it more than Dame. Right, exactly, exactly. And I like the Zion answer. That's but that's like that's that's more just of, like trying to be different. Yeah, but it's more of a, a statistics answer yeah. than it is like a exciting. Yeah. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be exciting for Zion. Yeah, he wouldn't would, just have the ball. And you go wouldn't and be go like, like "Wow, he's so exciting in the Elam ending," but you'd be like, "I want that guy on my team." Yeah, you had four Elam left-handed ending. layups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Walt. I have I don't know if Andrew does too. Some Chicago questions for you. Um, food related for the most part. Well, we can go Cubs or Sox first. Sox, bro. Okay. I mean, honestly, they both from the crib, so they playing other teams. I'm gonna ride with them both. Okay. But originally, I'm from the South Side, so I'm riding with the White Sox. Okay, and then I'll ask the first one. You can ask them too. Um, Giordano's or Lou Malnati's? They both. I mean, you're not a big pizza guy. I love it. That's my favorite food, bro. Okay, so, so you gotta have an answer then. But it's not neither one of those. What is it? Pequod's? It's this place called Beggar's Pizza. Interesting. So you gotta be from Chicago to know. Is it deep dish? Deep dish or thin crust. Whoops, I feel I feel a little attacked. Yeah, so you looked right at I've me heard, and said, I've, I've heard of it. I've it's heard of it. it. <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite. Too. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's not the commercial. I mean, those places are good, don't get me wrong, but you got to be there to know the hole-in-the-wall spots. That, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Pequod's counts as that, kind of. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is like no, no, the hood areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're, we'll go with you. Yeah. Um, What about, uh, what's your order at Portillo's? Me, bro, honestly, like like Mark said earlier, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm, no, he doesn't eat Portillo's. I'm, oh man, I'm pretty big on on on, on health, like what I eat too. But I can't give up burgers, bro. <laughs> so I like for the most part, like I will only eat a burger like after a game if we get a day off. Yeah, but does that mean that's what you're getting tonight? No, I'm eating Chipotle tonight. <laughs> yeah, but from um for Portillo's, man. Bro, when you're from Chicago, we we know for food, so it's like it's tough. So, but from Patillos, I see the burger or the or the um Italian beef dip. Mm-hmm. 
Italian beef with cheese dipped in the yeah. sauce, bro. So. And, and then last question for me, unless you have no, me. I'm gonna ask Marcus some okay. questions. Um, if you if someone's coming to Chicago and they're they're only one stop to eat, where are you telling them to go? Give me a good answer too. Probably a place you've never heard of. It's called Margaritas, <laughs> bro. Margaritas. Margaritas. Mexican food. I mean, they got tacos, <laughs> but it's like whatever you want: pizza, burgers, tacos. I'm pretty sure y'all say y'all from Chicago, but do y'all know what pizza puffs is? Yeah. All right, we're well, cool. Pizza puffs, mild sauce, chicken. Mm. It's a, it's a spot you can get whatever you're looking for. So What's it called? Margaritas. Is it spelled like margarita? Margaritas, yeah. Oh, okay. Like the drink. But like it could have been. It could have sounded like you could have said like ma, ma or like ma. No, you like know, a, you know, like we, we got a certain like, accent. Right, like but we're Maz, just. Ma's margaritas. Like no, someone's margarita, mom's like margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like you got to like be from the city, city to know what I'm talking about. Whoops. Yeah. Again, feeling feeling attacked. Yeah, next, no, time, no, next time I'm, we in Chicago, bro. I'm from. I'm. That's like where I'm from, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Next time. You don't even want to know where I was until I was four. What was that? Uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, Margarita's not. <laughs> That's where I am now. I go yeah, to you, La- in a, you in a good area. I go to Las Margaritas, which is like a underage uh, Mexican place where high schoolers they serve nineteen year olds. Next time we next time we in Chicago together, I'm gonna take you out. Yeah, to the I got spots. your number Perfect. now. Your personal phone. Yeah, yeah, personal yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. All right, Marcus. Last question for me. Do you think and channel your red meat days? Do you think <laughs> you think Texas has the best barbecue? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I agree too. Kansas City's good. You ever been to Kansas, Kansas City? Kansas City does have the, the Big Twelve tournament used to be in Kansas City every yeah. year, so I have tried Kansas City barbecue. But like what I was talking about with the hole in the walls in Texas, it's some great ones as far as barbecue. Some great ones. St. Louis underrated too. Very good. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is gonna be good. What'd you say? You gotta be with a local to go to his city to find the the fire food spots. Yeah, commercial food is good, but that's like it's every city, hundred percent. Yeah, but that's not the best in the city has to offer. You gotta go to stuff they don't really advertise like. Margaritas. That. All right, we're going. We're going with you. All right, all right. We gotta end this. How yeah. we always ended. Then we'll uh, let you guys get out of here. Yeah, we'll let you guys get out of here. Rest up. Um, every show, and we said this with Tyrese. We had him on. We said uh, we end the show. <clears throat> we end the show the same way. And since you guys listen to the show, you know how it is, but we'll explain it for everyone who's listening for the first time at home. Uh, we turn the tables on you guys. You know, we've been interviewing you guys all, all week, not just today. Um, and Actually, let you guys, for like three weeks. Yeah, really. Um, and let you guys ask us some questions, because we know that you've been dying to ask us questions. So <laughs> anything that's on your mind, whether it's basketball, anything. Food. Ask away. Yeah, we ask a lot of food questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start because we're we from the same area. So, by y'all being Chicago guys, you know, I'm I'm out the game, bro. I, I got to – I'm finna get married soon. I got kids. <laughs> so, what's y'all situation? Because Chicago I'm, – I'm in Chicago Columbus. Dudes, Unfo- I'm, I'm living in Columbus, unfortunately. So huh? I'm living in Columbus. I went to Ohio State. I stayed in Columbus for my job. So you don't got that many girls. Well, I don't. I don't have Chicago girls. Is what I'm saying. Girls, period. And he's got. I, a have, a, I have a girlfriend, so I'm gonna plead. I'm yeah. gonna plead. The That's fifth. why I'm answering. I'm gonna plead the fifth on good, the answer to answer. the question. That's why I'm yes. answering. But I got a. I got a great, great girlfriend, and there's a lot of fun things to do in Chicago if you have a girlfriend. So that's my. Yeah. <laughs> Safe answer. She there. listening right now, huh? She might be. <laughs> you, you never know. I uh, no disrespect to Columbus, but 
there are, and Andrew probably, he doesn't even know, but he would agree that Chicago is a different level than Columbus in respect to your question that you're asking. Oh, yeah, 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 when yeah. the, uh, hey, don't sleep. no, <laughs> when right. the weather like gets, in, when the weather gets nice in Chicago yeah, it's and, just, and you go to like those bro. lake walks, yeah. There's some good-looking people, men and women. <laughs> that's that's when you start feeling insecure, me personally. You see the, the guys running with the shirts off. It's like, all right. Yeah, we got they, a little bit of swag. Maybe need a couple more a couple more sit-ups before I come to the lakefront. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Columbus, Marcus said it. Columbus, like, in college, Ohio State, maybe better than Chicago in general. But as a young adult, yeah, it's not fair because people leave Columbus. They leave Ohio State. To go to Chicago, as a, right. yeah, like I was saying, just Chicago is there's a destination. A lot of, there's just a lot of location. good. There's just a, like a lot just men and up. women. There's a lot of good looking people, and I'm saying that because I don't want to get us in trouble. There's a lot of good looking people, <laughs> men and women in Chicago. It's, it, especially in the summer, it's busting in Chicago. Yep, bro. and I'm just sitting in Columbus playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tournament and basketball related question. Oh, boring, boring. It's, 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 I just want to know, man. At what point? And you can specify which round or, you know, whatever. Did you guys start to believe that we were real contenders? For, he, I'll answer first. No, that, we, I want to understand. So the first game, we, we could have been, been a fluke because Georgia Kings were terrible. So we didn't take any stock in that. But when you guys beat heard that, we were like, all right, they clearly are really good. Not only that, did they win the game, but, like, the makeup of the team. Like, you guys got long, athletic guys. You like, hadn't even really showed up yet. At that point, like that's how you win is like these like you guys could guard anybody. So you were you were sitting with us at the bar, and you were like, you were like, God, I've been doing this for so long, blah blah blah. And then I think it was the next day that you had your great game against Best Virginia, and obviously, once you guys got to the, got to the Elite Eight, it was easy for us to say. But I did say on the last episode, I said, you know. Sideline cancer, they're the story that everyone loves, but I was He like, picked you guys to win. I, I was like, beginning. I think Team 23 is good. That's and fair. I did, and I, they got and the I did guys, it. So That's I'll be, fair. I picked Marquette, they lost in but, the second. And, so. and this, <laughs> like, our fault for this, we hadn't really vetted as many of the rosters as we should have going into. Yeah. Not like it, was, it wasn't like our job. I feel like most people, most <laughs> people uh, approached it that way. They didn't really look into the rosters completely. Yeah. As far as making the evaluations, yeah, um, because a lot of people slept on us. That's why I asked the question. Well, yeah. I saw, but that's what you I like, saw. Bulls so legend. You're I saw Bulls legend Walt Lemon on the roster, and I said, "Oh, this is this is a team right here." <laughs> you guys got anything else for us? No, that was a perfect question. Yeah, so did y'all think uh, what part? At what part of the term y'all think we was gonna lose? That is a good question. Your GM was whispering in our ears the whole time. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's re- better to be that way than the opposite yeah, way. Mike, Wait, I got Mike's my guy. He's a little. <laughs> yeah, he, he he threw me in a fire in uh, the second game. I was like, wow. Yeah, like when he made his statement, I was like, nah, I gotta you know go after that. You know. Yeah, I but, said, well, that was kind of my fault too. I said, do you think you might be playing down to their level? And the main reason I said that was so that what happened could happen, which is a response from you guys, and then Ot Elmore getting. Fired up about it, but he was like, "I got this." <laughs> then, Mike, Mike, yeah, no, no. Mike was like, "Our job is to beat." Heard that? He said, "I talked to every GM." I'm like, "Mike, bro, 
Wait, Chill don't out. even talk like this, bro. Like, just let us go play and get it done. <laughs> last bro. last thing I want to say, Coach Hughes is keeping you guys in check. You're a lot more fun to talk to when he's not there. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. The, like, even before the, the press conference, you were like, man, they were talking. They got me fired up. And then he came in. I'm like, what got you fired up? You were like, nothing. <laughs> just, just ready to get out there. You got to think, bro. Like, like, when me and Mark said, like, like we, we really take – Take this serious. Yeah. Like, me personally, bro, I, like, this is life. This is my life. So, off the court, especially for something like this, like me, I, you know, my, on my downtime, I play the game, Call of Duty, stuff like that. But I take this serious. I ain't bring the game or none of that. So, when I'm in the room, like you said, I'm either working out, like, I'm, and I don't sleep. So, I work out sometimes at, like, 6 in the morning, 4 in the morning. So, if I'm not working out, I'm foam rolling. I got a tub in my room, I, you know, ice tub. I got the normal tech. So, I'm doing something to help my body. But, like, you know, we all take this serious. And I can tell he take it serious, too, because just how he carries himself, how he moves. And when you know how you approach stuff, you can see other guys that do it, and you and you respect them a lot more than they than they think you would. You play uh, Warzone? Bro, I'm nice, bro. What's your what, – <laughs> what's, uh, what's your, well, we can talk about this off the air, but what's your class right now? What are you running? See, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh-oh. When, you, when you're in the league – Fans come like so. It's like this little fan, like yo. Put the mic a little closer. It's my like my little guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, he might get in trouble for this, but he, he knows some people that like help me get this. Like it's like a glitch, and you can oh man upgrade every gun. Okay, so all my guns is like max. But level. what but what guns do you use? Whatever I feel like playing with. Interesting. And then, you know I, I be watching the streamers. You still haven't said one gun yet, so I don't know if you're legit. Whatever he feels gun? like playing with. Whatever gun I feel like playing, cause they all max level. But my favorite gun is uh that M13, bro. That M13 getting nasty. A little three time scope on there. Gotta have to be okay. And the other than that, yeah. I, I play with that Mac 10. Mark is too old for that kind of stuff. Nah, man, I'm more of a Madden type guy. <laughs> See, I used to be 2K and Madden. Not not as much as Madden, but I used to play 2K. Like, what about were you ever in 2K? Yeah. Even I was in 2K. How? They had an Ohio State roster. It was the coolest. I have a picture. It's the coolest thing ever. Which team were you on? Bulls? Bulls. I was on Bulls, Pacers, and the Celtics. Did you start yourself? Did you play with yourself? No, I didn't play. Every, like, <laughs> it didn't, not brothers, like that. My brothers and they play. They well, you play. said you have your own room, so do you play with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever my lady not around. Walk play for this team, Istanbul Sport, in Turkey. Um, in 2018, I played for Istanbul Sport. And... Um, What's the team name? It's it's called Istanbul Sport. Okay. Like Istanbul Sport. Um, it's right next to Margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking to the, the when I first get there, I'm walking to the bus, and I they had a team picture on side of the bus, and Walt was on the on the bus, and um, I think I forgot, I think it was Tyler Smith who said that guy's in the NBA. This is 2018, I think it was, and um. And mind you, this is this team is second division Turkey. And I'm thinking in my mind, damn. While Lemon Jr. just went from second division Turkey to the NBA. And it was just it's just a totally different motivation seeing that. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen as far as that level going from there to to the league. Um so it's it's respect, man. I I I've been knowing his name. I hadn't personally seen him play or been playing with him, but um I've been knowing about him for since since then. About to be champs on Tuesday. The crazy thing about that is, bro, when I was in Turkey, like, as a young guy, 
that never been out of the country, like I hate it overseas. I'm over there by myself. Foreigners are a little different, you know what I mean? They, uh, it's a hard time for me adjusting. I'm away from my family, so it was tough. But I remember it was like it was yesterday. I was telling my teammate because you know at that time it was only two Americans and uh, one guard in the big. And I told him, I said, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. He was like, you got to get used to this young fella. Ooh, ooh. I'm like, I don't have to get used to nothing because I'm not gonna be here. He was like, where, where you gonna be? I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be in the league, bro. No doubt about it. And I looked straight up, like, well, I'm being in the league. He looked at me like, you, I was like, nah, all right. You know the, you know the Magic Johnson thing when he's like, I was going to tell him, I'm not going to be there. You know, when, <laughs> when he, that's yeah. kind of like with that. Because, you know, when, when you say something that big, yeah. people look at you like. Like you're crazy. That's yeah. that's everything. Everyone's dreams. If 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 people don't think they're crazy, they're not big that's enough dreams. Mike Iuliano, Team 23 is going to win TBT. Are you serious? <laughs> and this is the team he shows up Here for. Here we are. Yeah, we I'm excited, man. We, we, we got a good team. Like, like I've, I, I've, like, like Mark said, I didn't know him that long, but I've seen him around on different teams. And I'm like, man, this little like he's short, but he's getting buckets. And like you say, like Lou Will. And the crazy thing about Mark is like, you would look at him, he don't look like much. So you like, I'm at him. But then he hits you with something nice. Yeah. Or he'll shoot it right in your face, and you can't do nothing about it. Or he'll do a 360 windmill Elam Ender like he did today. Yeah, that was crazy. But <laughs> hey, I, I'm not going to lie. Every every Elam ending he's been a part of, except two. Yep. And the ones that he's been a part of was, like, big for us. So that that just speaks and you know, how, how much he works and, you know, how, how actually good he is, and, you know, people – I think people know, but, you know, we just put some more respect on this name. They don't know they'll find out Tuesday at 9. That's for sure. That's a fact. We didn't get to all the players, but we're going to let you guys get out of here because we're at 33 minutes now. But shout out uh, Putney and Griff. They've been a big, big part of this. Absolutely. Putney's my guy. Putney is the first person I talked to at TBT 2021. So I'm in the weight room in the morning. I said, what team are you on? He said, Team 23. I said, good luck. There you go. He said, hell no, they're not winning the first round. (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) <laughs> why'd you Why'd you hate him? I always played against him. In the G like, League, yeah, in the G League. Him. He's a G, isn't he like? Didn't he win the MVP or something? G League legend, right? He's yeah. all time leading blocks. Yeah. So him and Craig, I used to like really like hate those guys because they was on teams that we always used to. But go he might at be. With. He's so t- thin. He might be hiding in here somewhere <laughs> behind like this an app. But, but yeah, those guys, bro. I, I I'm like, man. I, <laughs> but yeah, if you weren't on my team, I didn't really like you that much. And I played against him and, and, and Craig. Yeah. Craig swore like all the time. So it, it was it was funny because when we got on the same team, I'm like, I'm looking at him like, I really didn't used to get on with y'all for real. But <laughs> now that I'm being around him, I, I I built a real relationship with those dudes, man. I, I'm um, happy awesome. to be a part of it. So. All right. We appreciate we're you cheering, guys. We're, blast. we're cheering for Team 23. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> there goes. Thanks, guys. All right, joining us now on Inside TBT from Bayheim's Army, Tyrese Rice. Tyrese, how are we feeling? Championship game in two days. Uh, ready. Well, not right now, but it will be ready. I'm tired, you know, body hurting, but so this is what you expect. You know, you got to win three and four days and, you know, you get ready for it. Let's get this out of the way. Um, Syracuse legend Tyrese Rice now officially, right? <laughs> nah, man, I'm a BC guy. LC Bird, BC, honorary Syracuse. 
Is it, is it a little weird? Like that's the the old Big East. Like now you're playing for Syracuse. Like you didn't find that a little weird? No, I never played against Syracuse. We was in the ACC. All right, um, there you go. My freshman year, so I never played against Syracuse. Good answer. <laughs> have Have you felt like you are closer with the other non Syracuse guys or the Syracuse guys on the team? Um, well, the non Syracuse guys I already knew prior. Um, most of the Syracuse guys, it was my first time meeting them. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, except for uh, Eric, I've been playing against Eric since I was in I don't know, 15, 16 years old. So I know him for a while, but the other guys, they're younger. So, you know, I, I didn't know them. I never played against them or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, probably a little bit closer, but it's whatever. Heading into the tournament, you know, the buzz around the TBT world was it was basically your guys' tournament to lose, you know. Stacked roster, you know, guys who have done it before. Was was the goal always million dollars or bust? Well, I don't think you play in this tournament for nothing else. Yep. Um, I would assume that everybody in it had the same, you know, mentality coming in. Um, but you know, being a favorite don't don't mean it doesn't mean anything. You know, it was a lot of favorites in here. It was a lot of people, a lot of teams that uh, people thought would be, you know, maybe not in this position, but close to it, and you know, and then get there. So you still got to do it on the court. So it's exciting for us that you guys get down early and then you have the miraculous comeback. So don't get us wrong. We love it. There's no way you love it. <laughs> what, what Unless it's part of the game plan because it seems like it's part of the game plan. <laughs> yeah, what happens to you that all of a sudden you're like looking up, you're like, oh, shit, two minutes till the Elam ending, time for me to just be the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, just just – Trying to come up big, just trying to, you know, do the things you work on. Like, I'm big on working out and preparing for situations as, as well as you can um, and not shying away from what you worked on. Um, most of the stuff that you see, I've done it over and over and over and over by myself, you know, in the gym with somebody. So that I have that confidence and I bring that, you know, on the floor at the same time. It's like I've done this before. I just got to do it again right now. And, you know, working out. Working out, we work out, we do a lot of game winners, um, a lot of game winning situations. And sometimes in those workouts, if my trainer decide that if I miss a last shot, he might make me do the whole thing all over again. So it's just putting it in your mind that you need to make the last shot because you might not get another chance at it. Speaking of the last shot, do you think you traveled? Uh, Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, shit, I, knew, I felt it in the game. Um, but... I didn't have. I never had control of the ball. So according to the rules, if you don't have control of the ball, you can't really call a travel. But I know it looked weird. It felt weird. It was one of the classic plays where, it, like, it looks like a travel, but it's probably not. Yeah. I think. I, I think if that's travel. like a random play in the second quarter and not a storm the court, people going crazy. Maybe they like it's called a travel. Maybe but I think called. you know, as someone who took a hit from DJ Kennedy. <laughs> I think the refs said, all right, the game's over. I'm, I'm getting out of there. You guys, you came right up to me and, like, got in the camera, and I was like, all right, this is cool. And I was like, oh, no, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone comes in. I ducked out of the way. That was that was one of the better yeah, celebrations crazy. that we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, that was crazy. I don't think it's a coincidence that every game the celebration gets a little bit better because, you know I mean? It's oh, just it's more on the line. Yeah. Get closer and closer, you know, the, the feeling, the urgency, you know, all of that. And then 
to win, the emotion just come out. You know, it all come out at once. Especially, I mean, it's just like, it's just classic sports. Like, people are so tense and nervous in the moment with all that energy so that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a fan, if you're a player, if you're a coach, like, you just explode. Whether you win or you lose. Like, you see guys, yeah. like, fall to the floor because yeah. they, they lose or they are jumping to the ceiling because they win. And you know at the end of the game, like, you don't feel like you can actually jump to the ceiling because right. you, after the game ends, you're like, he could, tra- he could travel to the ceiling. Yeah, you could you could take a few <laughs> steps up there, but as long as we go to the next round. Wait, they literally <laughs> they literally go to the ceiling with the ladder to, <laughs> to put up the no, bracket. No lie. No lie. Um, one thing that we talk about a lot on the show is um, the success of small guards. And what Andrew likes to say is, I hate to break it to you, you're not the biggest guy uh, on the court, and, and neither are we. But um, Biggest heart. Yeah, exactly. We look so, at we, we talk about guys like Marcus Keene, you know, yourself. Jordan Crawford on money team like you guys are the heart and soul of the teams and not only just that but also the go-to guys at the end of the game um I'm assuming and I don't want to answer for you like it's been like that your whole life like it's not just because of the Elam ending that's bringing this out of you no, nah, nah, well, for one, them dudes way smaller than me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Let's get that part out of the way first. They way smaller than me, but um, but going off what you're saying. I mean, you, it's a certain type of confidence that you got to have being a smaller guard just to blend in in the, you know, in the land of trees. I mean, everybody out there, 6'5", 6'6", 6'9", 7'1", 6'11", you know, it's it's crazy. Um, and you always had to figure that out, you know, as a kid. So I think you just you build on that. Like, people look at it and they like, oh, it's crazy to do what you do being, you know, small and everybody. I'm like, well, I've probably been the smallest dude on every team i ever been on. Get used except to for it. when I was – 10 years old or something, you know what I'm saying, except when I was yeah. a kid. So it's like, you know, you figure out, you know, you figure out the different dynamics, the different ways that, you know, you can uh, you can finish. Can you, like that. can you dunk? Mm-hmm. But, you, but you're one of those guys that wouldn't dunk on a fast break. Nah, for what? I, I, I hear <laughs> you. you would have stolen it from Kenny Boyne tonight, come down and dunked, and dunked it, it, I would have been murdered from the, from the, from the celebration. All, everybody I know. Period would have went crazy if mm. I did that because I I probably haven't dunked I've dunked but I haven't dunked in a game in years like year I ain't even thought about it like mm-hmm. so if, if I if I were to get a dunk in one of these games oh my god people go crazy you, you wouldn't be you sure. wouldn't be sitting here interviewing with us your phone would be going too crazy and my phone went crazy enough <laughs> I don't need no more <laughs> I don't need no more <laughs> all right my next question. If you could pick, and then we're going to ask you about Team 23, but this is one more fun question. If you could pick any Syracuse player to be at the game Mello. to support you guys, why would it be Mellow? That was going to be my question. Why would it be Mellow? Uh, I grew up watching Mellow. Um, you know, he's not far from. We got a fight in the lobby. You okay? They might be. You heard all the good. Yeah, people were running people that way, running too. Should we pause it and go check? I mean, I don't care nothing about the fight. Um, <laughs> we can get into fights uh, later. Mello, I would say Melo. That way, uh, that way. <laughs> because, you know, Melo is a, you know, he from, he's not from my area, but he's close enough. DMV. He was one of the, nah, I ain't from the DMV. <laughs> but he's from, uh, I'm from Richmond. I ain't getting yeah, the DMV. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I just, you know, yeah, when nah. you're, like, I'm from Chicago, you just throw out things like DMV, yeah. and you just see if it sticks. And yeah, I knew, nah, I, I knew Richmond didn't count as that. Yeah, anyway, nah. sorry. That's central. That's central. DMV is northern. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. like, near D.C. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, Mello, my bad. Man, Mello, one of the guys that we always watched. Mello, one of the guys that we looked up to. Um, 
Shit, he a legend. You know, even though he only played one year, the QC went there and, and did exactly what he was supposed to do. Oh, you know, sounds familiar. Play one it. year for Syracuse, come in, do what you're supposed to do. We ain't did yet. <laughs> we almost did. We ain't did yet, but <laughs> definitely mellow, man. A legend. All right, Team 23. What's interesting about TBT and most tournaments, you were in your region. You saw the other teams in your region, so you knew who you were playing in the you know final eight. But now you're playing a team in Team 23 who was playing three weeks ago, starting their mm-hmm. run, two weeks ago. What do you know about them? Have you scouted? Have you thought at all? Or has it been too quick since the end of their game? No, nah, to be honest with you, I haven't seen I haven't seen them much until we got here. Um, I saw them a couple of games here. I watched uh, their first half today, a little bit of third quarter. It was pretty much over by then. But um, tough. You know, they bring the toughness. They play hard. They play smart. They got shot makers. They got guys that attack the glass. They got bigs, you know. They're here for a reason. And when you think about the TBT, obviously you're a vet. What do you think? You know, it's down to one game. Anyone can win one game. You know, you've made it this That's far. What separates any team from winning one game in the TBT? You got to have gamers. You got to have somebody. You got to have people on your team who not scared of that moment, who, you know, aren't afraid to maybe fail in that moment, um, and who going to step up to the challenge. I think we have – guys who've been here before. We got guys who've been in a situation like this before. Um, playing in Europe, I played in multiple Final Fours, and they just like this, one game. And anybody can win one game. We won a championship one year when I was in Maccabi, and we was projected to be the worst team in the Final Four. Yeah. And But we knew, you know, we knew what we could do against other people and also understanding it's one game. We couldn't beat none of them teams in the series. Right. I, right now, for sure, they'll beat us in the series, any of them would. But one time, you can go get one. You can go see the Hawks go get the Bucks one time. 100%. You can go get one. We got to end I it mean, how we always end it. I mean, well, we could talk about Israel for a second, too. True. I, mean, I lived in Israel. Mm. We're both Jewish. Okay. Probably met a few of those over there. A <laughs> few of them. A <laughs> few of them. A few of them. Um, what was your Israel experience like? Man, it was great. It was awesome. Like, Honestly, if I could have been there and stayed there my whole career, I would have stayed, you know, the whole time. Um, met some great people uh, that I'm still friends with to this day. You know, still talk to uh, Ami, one of my guys, he texted me two uh, two hours ago from out there. I still talk to him, have a good relationship with these guys out there, with the people that I've met. The experience was great. My family loved it. Um, so How's the food? It was perfect. Food was good. Do you have good. a favorite food? Um, nah. Uh, Uh-oh. I so it wasn't that good. I ain't really. But shawarma. I mean, shawarma. Shawarma. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> shawarma. I don't even know what that is. Hummus. I know there's hummus <laughs> everywhere. That's just not really my thing. No, no. I, I got you. <laughs> it's not really my thing either, but it was but it was his. I haven't, I've never been, actually, so I'm not the guy to ask. But we'll get you out of here. You got more recovery to do. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Oh, I appreciate y'all. The, the way we end every show, and I know you've listened to every one of our shows, so I'm not telling you anything that you don't, you don't already know. <laughs> But the way we end the show is with our guest, we we turn the tables on you, let you have a chance to interview us, ask any questions that you want to ask, whether it's about life, about basketball. I mean, Dievendorf asked us, you know, when we were going to have kids. You know, and unlike the press conference, Kane's not going to interrupt you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're Kane, fr- we were supposed to grab you guys to do some other media, and Kane's like, "All right, we're out." 
and like yeah. grabbed all your and then, we, and then we get in trouble. Yeah, we were like, all right, see ya. <laughs> this is you doing our get job. Back, get back. <laughs> Dude, it's time. Um, I think uh, for you, what was the highlight of your career in Syracuse? Ohio State, not Syracuse. I Ohio wish. State, my bad. Yeah, my yeah, bad. yeah. No, I like where your head's at, though. My I like bad, where your head's at. Um, highlight of my career. Um, I mean, the NCAA tournament, right, is the best. That's every kid dreams about playing the NCAA tournament. So getting to play in the NCAA tournament was awesome. Um, I had two wins, one as the favorite and one as the underdog. So, like, each win was special. But my senior year, when we beat um, Iowa State, Iowa State had just won the Big 12, and teams were picking them to win the whole thing. And no one gave us Iowa a chance. State? Iowa State. When they had Taylor Horton Tucker and Halliburton and – they had like four first round picks or whatever. Yeah, they like, were the three seed or four seed? They were a six seed. Six we were seed. an eleven seed. But they had just won the Big Twelve tournament. You know, right. people they like to high. pick they got high. Yeah, exactly. Right. They like to take those teams. So when we beat them and we just beat the shit out of them too, like Big Ten basketball, you know. Right. You played, right? Wasn't it that big yeah. of a win? No, no, no. We won by three. Oh. No, it was unbelievable. <laughs> game. I was like sitting there, my hands were shaking on the bench. Like I was like almost in tears. I was so nervous. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Um, you know, when that's the that was the last could have been the last game of my career. That's probably the highlight. I mean, like, I've had some individual highlights. Um, like we played Illinois at the United Center, which is where the Bulls play, and growing up in Chicago, like mm-hmm. playing fucking Jordan's his jerseys yeah. in the rafters yeah, and like and I got to like I had some of my teammates screw up, so I got to play in that game. So that was good too. So they did it on purpose. Yeah, they, an experience yeah, they Dwayne Washington, he knew to throw that behind the back pass when they were trapping him and stuff. Yeah, he knew. I yeah, yeah. That that's probably an experience right there. Yeah, that's probably you, tough too. Being in the being in the T V T who are the top three guys to put on the best performances that you've seen this year? T V T period. Well we've only I'll do since we've been doing since the show. Been, okay, since you've been doing the show then. So I'm gonna give you said three? Three guys. All right. I'm going to say John Elmore against Team 23 John was Elmore. awesome. I don't know if you were tuned into that game, but they were down, and he went crazy. He kept – they they would have lost by 30, but he, like, he went on, like, a 20-0 run. Like and he was, like, he was, like, locking down on D for – heard yeah. that. Locking down on D, yeah. hitting threes, and one. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall team. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, John Elmore this year. Um Oh, that was this year. Yeah, yeah. that was this, year. this year. One game, in one game. Yeah. And then I'll say Marcus Keene's tournament last year. They ended up losing, but he Man, was, that was he, he was, was awesome yeah. last year. And it was like there was no other basketball on, so that was like right. Right. Was perfect. It was great yeah. to see that. No, and see that. They beat I, us the first game. Yeah. And the the third one is your one crazy fourth quarter Elam ending away from a B and U. Because that would be a heck of a run to today. To end to, today, today your fourth crazy. quarter in Elam ending today, like <laughs> we even even had a chance to really think about it. I think I mean like you had like twelve straight or something at one point. Recency well, bias is is important too. Right. So like if Marcus Hall, Team Twenty Three, he has three straight Elam enders, and today was like a crazy spin layup one, mm-hmm. and you have two straight, or did you hit one in two? Okay, so I you went out there too, but it wasn't. So you got four. three of four, two straight, mm-hmm. and there's three of five. Three of five. Three of five, two straight, and you had the crazy run yesterday, crazy run today. So if you can complete it with another crazy run. I'm trying run. to think of some other ones just for fun. Like, I mean, but yeah. like. Joe Johnson was awesome. Joe last Johnson year. was awesome Joe last Johnson. year too. Cool to watch. Buford, when they won the championship, was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. 
Sully was when Sully had like two twenty twenty games. Yeah, whenever in a row. he plays, he's, yeah. he's yeah. unstoppable. No, there's we and together. Travis Diener with his Elam Menders <laughs> is always great. He always get one. He yeah, always get one. Me and Sully played together in uh, in China. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's that's China, our man. that's our Sully, guy. Sully first game, my first my first day in China. I went to go watch the game. I didn't play. It was the first game for my first day. Yeah, Sully had. 42. Was it your first day? It was my first day in China. <laughs> <laughs> my first day in China. They want, They tried to get me to play. I'm like, oh, like you're, <laughs> you're like, I, I feel like it's eleven thirty. I haven't played in six months. Like, yeah. maybe, like there's no way I just get off the plane and go play. Um, Forty two and thirty. Jeez. Yeah. Was it? Was that 42. fat? Was that fat Sully or or slim Sully? That was fat Sully. Yeah. He that was. was that's Sully. a different beast. That was a hey, man. Sully used to do stuff on that court. I used to be like, hey. T- <laughs> Chill out, man. You, you, come on, bro. Just go to the league, bro. Come on, stop, stop. Yeah. Come on, bro. I got a good feeling stop. he'll be back here soon. You got no, no reason to be back out here? here playing with me. Yeah, right. I'm like, bro, you got, there is no reason for you to be playing with me. Bro. Yeah, none. Like, yeah, none. no, we we love the NBA Sully. guy. That's my guy. We bro. love I Sully. To Sully the other day. Yeah. All right, man. The other day too. Million dollars on the line. Little added incentive. You get to talk to us one more time if you win. And you'll be happy. You'll probably talk to us regardless, but yeah, you'll be happy. I might be, yeah, I might be a lot of things. If we <laughs> that E&J is going to be flowing. <laughs> and uh, hell with that E&J. I want some else. We'll cut that part out. <laughs> yeah. I want that E&J. Nah, man, I appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Good Absolutely. luck. Thank you.